0: Welcome back to the Lord to Grace podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Whitney. We're so glad you joined in to listen today. Be sure to give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday and we would love to have you listen into future episodes. So today's episode we're going to be talking about Leviticus chapters 18 through 20, right? 18 yes. through 20. 18 through 20. Yes. But to pick up where we left off last week, let's quickly recap what we saw in 16 through 17.
1: So on the last episode, we read and discussed the Day of Atonement, including the priest's rule, how they must first atone for themselves before the people, then how they atone for the people. We discussed goat demons, go back and listen, <laughs> and how sacrificing to them was no longer allowed, not that it ever was, and discussed again why the Israelite people were not to eat anything with blood. Yes. Yes and here we are
0: the last episode was interesting i want to say it was uh, it was something yeah it was something we got yes. down a whole rabbit hole about what the jewish
1: people do now we did we did whitney got heated yeah a little bit it's okay. i just okay you're dumb <laughs> <laughs> like i mean how do you not i just don't understand how you don't believe that it's okay jesus is the same okay
0: So chapter 18 starts our morality segment, if you will. So we're moving from ritualistic states. We're moving from sacrificial states, cleanness to uncleanness states into acts of morality and how you should be living your life, what things you should and should not be doing in your everyday carrying out the law of God. Right. Yeah. Um, What makes you. Set apart from these people. Holy. Holy. If you will. If you will. (laughs) What makes you other? Yes. So we have the states that make you clean and unclean, things that make you clean and unclean, but we also have your moral state too. And it doesn't necessarily make you clean or unclean. There are consequences to your actions and the things that we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. So before we get into the morality segment, I think it's. You know, important to point out the fact that while yes, we do live on this side of the cross, and yes, Jesus came and died, and technically, technically, we're no longer under the statutes of the Mosaic law. Mm -hmm. um, Some of these things still stand, absolutely, because while Jesus came, he died for our sins, and he went, you know, ascended to heaven and we get to God through him, the whole purpose of the sacrificial system and doing all these things that make you clean and make you unclean was in the eyes of God. So once Jesus came, he died, he rose again. We are no longer bound by those sacrificial systems, by the things that make us clean and unclean in his ministry. He also abolished some of these things. So the way we get through God the way we get through God, the way we get to God is no longer through sacrifices and doing the correct things in the correct order and saying the right words. It is believing in Christ Jesus that he died for our sins and repenting of those sins while here on earth.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, with that too, I heard an interesting point where it was like, while, you know, if you were to ask someone, you know, how do you get to heaven? They would say, oh, chances are they would probably say, oh, by being a good person, by doing the right thing. But, Even then, like, that was not how you got to. It was your faith in those things. It was your faith. And we talked about this, too, a little bit last time. It was your faith in the fact that, okay, God told me if I do this, I am. My sins are atoned for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was always faith it's always faith and these were kind of like you said it, morality like same right th- and wrong yes, yeah, good thing and bad
0: that we talked about kind of we touched on last episode about adam and eve like no they didn't have any of these things but they had faith in god correct which is why completely conjecture i don't think they're in hell but yeah that's just me yeah yes um but just to make my point jesus made some things unnecessary from the law of moses yes i.e circumcision sacrifices day of atonement blah 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 um, that does not mean he abolished the laws and teachings of the Old Testament, which is why they're still included in the Christian Bible today. Mm-hmm. Um, he made things obsolete, which means the rituals, the events that would bring people to God because he is the way to God. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, I also like to remember that Jesus was God, he came down and he lived out the law perfectly yeah he was our example of how we yes. are supposed to live by the old testament and what they taught exactly. in the old testament exactly so completely unblemished completely unblemished he did it right yes so that's also one of the reasons why we look to him and why he was also the perfect Lamb of god Yeah.
1: and why 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 these, these why him why him receiving the punishment why that worked exactly and why also perfect unblemished clean yes
0: and why also these teachings that we're going to hear about today, these moral rights and wrongs also still stand Correct. today. Correct. There are some things that we don't follow from the Mosaic Law, mm-hmm. like we've talked about, yes. but there are some things that we still do follow. <laughs> Correct. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Yes. So the call to holiness is 18 through 22, basically. How the yeah. Israelites must not act like the people of Canaan. They are to be set apart and to follow God's law. Right? Yes. Um. So chapter 18, we have the prohibition from pagan practices, basically. Um. And I, I don't think we should have a
1: disclaimer, but we should maybe say it's, something. I mean, it's, it's basically... The title in our Bibles is Unlawful Sexual Relations, just yes. to kind of give you a heads up in regards to what we're going to be reading about and what we're going to be discussing. Yeah. And I think it's important, to that we emphasize that this is God's word. This is what God said. Exactly. So. It's not
0: us. It's not man.
1: Correct. <laughs> it's...
0: And, you know, we'll get there. Yeah. But, but the before we whole... start reading, I'm so, sorry. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Um... <laughs> It's fine. Go. (laughs) No, you go. I was just going to say, I think it's important, too, to know, like, right now, Israel is still in the... That was me mixing Israel and Israelites together. In case you're you're wondering what that noise was. Um, It's important to note that Israel is still in the wilderness. And they came from a pagan society Mm -hmm. and when they get into the land of canaan which they are not there yet they're going to be surrounded by pagan societies who practice these things
0: well the israelites practice them now too,
1: because they came from egypt where
0: they were also being practiced exactly so god is setting them apart and making them change themselves making yes. them change their day to day which a had to be hard to do so i mean like you can't just be like okay well that's easy yeah like think about it every day you go to chick-fil-a you get a chick-fil-a sandwich and god's like nope can't do that anymore
1: let's go suck yeah yeah or like says okay well you can't have you're not allowed to drink coffee anymore right exactly but like you work in a place where everyone drinks coffee they sell coffee there's
0: it's readily available to you yeah there's three nothing four wrong with different places to
1: get coffee in your brain you yeah in your mind there's not anything bad about coffee it does good you've been for drinking you. it your whole life yeah exactly it's just like you know it's ingrained it's what do they so say god's like nope no more coffee when you're trying to make a change it's a lifestyle change it's a lifestyle change. <laughs> i'm <laughs> making these
0: healthy habits now mm,
1: for the rest water. of water <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes but yeah. Today, we had air for lunch. <laughs> Just kidding. I had a sandwich. <laughs> um.
0: Yes. I also... Yeah. I like the fact that you said that. That they were in a pagan society. They will be surrounded by pagan societies. And the Israelites actively participate in pagan rituals as the current state stands. Yes. Yeah,
1: which we're going to hear all about here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. I thought it was really interesting, I guess, because in my mind, like... Growing up you hear like, oh, God put in the mosaic log, da da, da da da. I guess I never really thought about the fact that they were probably also doing these things. They and were the, And the Bible has literal examples of kings of Israel and rulers doing these, things. Doing these terrible things. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. there's also extra biblical texts that, that support the fact that, yes, all of these things that they say happened that God forbade happened. And extra Yeah. Outside of the Israelite community. Mm -hmm. And it's very strongly supported. Yes. So the introduction, which is basically verses one through five of 18 is saying, you know, do not do what you did in Egypt. Do, do not do what they will do in Canaan. Like you have to do what God says. This is the law. This is what I'm writing down. You do this. So let's read. Yes. It says, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the people of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord, your God, you shall not do as they do in the land of Egypt where you lived and you shall not do what they do in the land of Canaan to which I am bringing you. Wow. That was a really good, like, I just read that for minutes. Anyway. Um, you shall not walk in their statutes. You shall follow my rules and keep my statutes and walk in them. I am the Lord, your God. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my rules. If a person does them, he shall live by them. I am the Lord.
1: I think it's a, again i s- said this just like a minute ago but the fact that he in this introduction god is making it clear that he is the one who is saying this mm-hmm. you're not to get it twisted like mm-hmm. it, this is not open to interpretation like
0: it's repeated a lot within the next couple of chapters yeah, i, I was am the say, lord your the next- god
1: couple episodes we'll see it i am the lord mm -hmm. i am the lord your god and this is what i'm saying exactly tell them that i said me Mm -hmm. kind of like when you know you tell your well i tell my child okay because i said so go tell so-and-so that i his mother said that he's supposed to brush his teeth yeah like you know, it's kind of like you know authority when you, assert, at, asserting yes, authority
0: when you ask your your mom to go sleep over at your friend's house and she says no and it's just like okay well why not it's not a school night i i have, I, I need friends mom you know and she's like well because i said so mm-hmm. and that's the end of discussion it's kind of the same thing here exactly. follow my rules right why because i am god right because i'm god end of discussion <laughs> okay. end of it Perfect conversation example. over. Yes. <laughs> so um, I wrote this down and I said still applies today. I don't remember where I read it. It says in today's world now more so than ever, we should hold fast to the word of God. And that I feel is something that we should strongly keep in mind when reading through these verses and reading through these chapters because it is of moral right and wrong and we know now as in the ever-changing society that we're in moral stability is something that is non-existent (laughs) i feel people think that some things are right some things are wrong if you think something is right but somebody else thinks it's wrong they're going to ban you off of whatever platform that you're right you know Mm -hmm. like keeping in mind that this is the word of god and there's no wavering from that because this is clear exactly exactly I had something from an RTS lecture that kind of said that, but I don't know if I should read it. Go ahead. It says, in in terms of like God talking to us, it says keeping in my commands, even when you are counter cultural, even when you are out of step with the cultures in which you live, that is what shows who truly trusts in me. That is what shows who truly loves me. That is what shows who is truly loyal to me. Professing me with your lips is not what ultimately shows that you love me, that you worship me, that you're loyal to me. It's the way you live that's what evidence is. That's what manifests. And that's what shows that you are my people. Yeah. Which is exactly what he's saying to do exactly. here. Exactly. Live out your lives as I have commanded because you love me.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's kind of like, too, I feel like you can tell when a person... I always say this about my child's school and we were just talking about this since he does not go to a Christian school but you can tell that there is a very strong Christian presence there in the in the things that they do yeah. outwardly yeah. you know yeah so yeah
0: so eight five, I kind of had a, a problem with, not really a problem, I was just difficult to understand. It says, you shall therefore keep my statutes and my rules, which is pretty self-explanatory. If a person does them, he shall live by them. I am the Lord. So it's that if the person does them, he shall live by them. Not to say that if you do all of these things, that you're going to heaven or that you're, you know, perfect mm-hmm. in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. Actions don't equal salvation correct um it's as in you hold to these moral standards you uphold them because he is god and he has told you to you're going to live a better life you're going to live a godly life and you're going to be favored by god basically not that that earns you his favor
1: right chosen it it sets you apart sets you apart um i feel like that was super loud Sorry. something
0: else said if a man does he shall live by them but if he does not he shall die by them so if he doesn't hold up to these he shall die by them mm-hmm. which is true in both a physical sense and a spiritual yeah. sense in my opinion yeah right absolutely yeah <laughs>
1: And we'll get into that. That's so funny that you just said that because I was just reading something. This is from Bible TV, whatever. If you search it in the App Store, Bible TV. Anyways, it says the reward for obeying these is not simply a holier life experience, but also a continuing life experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. Straight to jail. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So let's get into um, these unlawful sexual relations. Here we go. Verses six through 18. had to clear your throat for that. I did. Verses six through 18 is talking about incest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are finally at the part of the Bible where they are forbidding incest. And at yeah. one point it was necessary. Like we've Absolutely. touched on that. Yeah.
1: We touched on that in lot. Genesis even and then yes. in Exodus and then yes.
0: Because, you know, if you haven't listened to those earlier episodes or if you don't remember in Genesis, There was Adam. There was Eve. They were told, you know, be fruitful, multiply. They lived for 900 plus years and it was just them two and their family. Yes, there was incest. There was no other choice. But also he was perfect man. Perfect DNA, whatever. He wasn't Jesus. He wasn't God, but he was like the perfect image. The original. The The original. The OG. The
1: OG man. That's why he
0: lived 900 some years. So the incest that was going on there wasn't as detrimental as it would be say in today's fallen world.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. And keep in mind too, like, because that was just the way of life, then they didn't have the same mindset that we have living on this side of the cross or this side of the law. Like I feel like the reason we feel that way is because God gave us this this rule, this these laws. Yeah. And because of that, it's been ingrained in ourselves and whether the people who want to acknowledge God or not, guess what? It's there. It's a rule from God. It's a rule from God in the Bible. I remember
0: we were Mm. listening to a sermon series at our church and the preacher was like, the law is written on the hearts of every man. Mm
1: -hmm. You
0: instinctively know, especially when it comes to sexual relations, the right and the wrong thing to do and it's and it's something that you know in your heart that is right Mm -hmm. or wrong Mm -hmm. i.e incest (laughs) yeah here we are so at a point it was necessary but here we are again remember if we talked a couple episodes ago about you know the israelite people are having to kill off you know, their animals and bring them as a sacrifice to the 10th meeting and about how that in Deuteronomy is done away with. Yeah. Right. They were conforming to the condition in which Israel was currently in. So right now he yet again is conforming to the condition in which Israel is currently in. Incest is no longer necessary. Forbid it. Stop doing it.
1: Right. Because think about too, we talked about this in, in Exodus when they were leaving. We're talking about Israel is not just like those pictures that you see it's not just like a handful of people we're talking no. about millions, millions of people millions millions of people so
0: yeah incest in a pagan society was also sought after if you didn't know that oh i didn't keeping the family blood quote-unquote pure was pleasing to their quote-unquote gods well mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> mm. so uh do we want to read or do we want to just kind of list it out I I can read the first couple ones if you want.
1: Yeah, well, let's do that and see how it goes. Okay, so it says, None
0: of you shall approach any one of his close relatives to uncover nakedness. I am the Lord. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father, which is the nakedness of your mother. She is your
1: mother, and you shall not uncover her nakedness. Can I say something really fast? Go ahead. About, were you going to say this? Yeah. yeah. When they're talking about uncovering the nakedness, they're not just talking about literally uncovering the nakedness. This is a phrase for which they mean... Sexual intimacy, sexual intimacy, basically. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. We're going to hear uncover the nakedness a lot, and I feel like it it just needed to be made clear that mm-hmm. that's what it Yeah, we're reading 6
0: through 18, so it's pretty long. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your sister, your father's daughter, or your mother's daughter, whether brought up in the family or in another home. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for their nakedness is in your own nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife's daughter brought up in your family's family, your father's family, since she is your sister. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister, she is your father's relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother, that is, you shall not approach his wife, she is your aunt. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your daughter in law, she is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your brother's wife, it is your brother's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman and of her daughter, and you shall not take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness. Nakedness, they are relatives. It is a depravity, depravity, depravity. And you shall not take a woman as a rival wife to her sister, uncovering her nakedness while her sister is still alive.
1: Okay, sounds a lot. Yes, basically any form of family off limits.
0: Family by blood or by marriage.
1: Correct. So if you have step siblings stepchildren step whatever half brothers half sisters half whatever's grandparents or
0: grandchildren by blood or by marriage uncles aunts nieces nephews parents and the spouses of their children siblings and spouses of their other siblings the children's of spouse and the siblings of a
1: spouse basically anyone at thanksgiving dinner no
0: (laughs) Mm-mm. so i i read something interesting i think it was from enduring word it says the group of relatives the israelite was forbidden oh, yeah. to marry would largely coincide with the relatives who would have lived in a single household in ancient i was Israel. just gonna say that yeah so which makes a lot of sense because if you know my cousin lives in west virginia so like if that's a long way to go did Whereas, you have to
1: pick west virginia
0: <laughs> that's so funny
1: <laughs> that's true though <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> I didn't know you had a cousin in West Virginia. Oh, you don't tell me. My anything. dad's from West
0: Virginia. Anyway, actually that's so funny because my dad is his own cousin by marriage. <laughs> so was my aunt because she married her her ex-husband's brother. <laughs> Anyway. Mm. Uh, anyway, okay, the, yeah, West Virginia. Um, that's a long way to go. Whereas if you lived in the same house, temptation would be there, exactly. You it's, know, they're closer, it's disgusting, yeah, but still
1: to us, it is, but yes. them, like, yes,
0: yes, it so, is
1: literally in our blood to be repulsed by the thought of this. But at this time, this whole idea of not being allowed to uncover the nakedness of close family members or family members was not unheard of obviously i have a question i hope i have an answer
0: i don't have an answer because i just thought about it right now okay what about adoption
1: also out did that exist so jesus was adopted
0: that's not what i mean and you know that's but yeah because it says if you show not technically the half brother to all of his siblings
1: he was but joseph adopted him Whatever. um but anyways, yeah, because I forget where it says it in there, but it says you should not whether, you know, your mother's what, what did it say? Like your mother's whatever, your father's whatever, even if they're raised in another household. I'm assuming that means. Yeah, but
0: that's like your half whatever. But, if but I'm talking about like a complete orphan. Yeah, I would like say, Moses I would say, yeah, the because then they're
1: going to be raised in the house with you as your brother or sister okay. or as your own child or because think about too, they're saying, okay, well, you Gross. don't uncover the nakedness of your son's wife. Or you know yeah. because then that's she is the considered to be your daughter then yeah and you know then she would be role. considered to be sister to yeah everybody else that makes so. sense
0: but that's also your son's on un- your son's nakedness that belongs yeah. to your son mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the same situation when um who got drunk in a tent and then like they saw the naked was it, was it isaac
1: no it was no mm-hmm. same Noah. situation
0: I feel. yeah
1: and he was naked and the brother or whatever ham came, back, came and out was like, and was like hey <laughs> hey, look at dad got drunk and passed out he, he bare naked and then his brothers instead of looking at him walked backwards to cover him up so that they didn't see it yes
0: which we're going to be talking about Nicked. your father and your your father and your mother cursing your father really it's kind of similar to that yeah. um verse 18 of chapter 18 forbade polygamy you shall not it take a, a rival wife yes and I feel like of your sister, of her sister, doesn't necessarily limit that to just
1: person. Si- it means sister, in general, in general, yeah. Don't I take think, more than one wife. But I think it's kind of ironic that he specifically said that because Jacob, you know, and like yeah. we know what there's that sister relationship was like. It was bad. It was the battle of the babies. It was bad. Like she popped out like ten children. She did
0: 12. literally
1: no ten because then Rachel, Rachel.
0: Yeah, she only had three. She only
1: had two. Two, Joseph and Benjamin, and they were his favorite.
0: Oh, he had he had sons by other concubines.
1: Well, that didn't count. Not we're not, we're talking about the twelve nations of Israel here.
0: <laughs> they counted because remember they yeah, they right. had the battle of like oh the, yeah the sister wives yes, basically because
1: then he had a yeah i mm-hmm. forgot that the concubines had the babies and we give it to the wife yeah. the actual wife. The wife yeah oh just don't have more than one wife that's not right? how you do not go to heaven by having more wives <laughs> that's what that guy whatever did. the mormon whole, guy said yeah it's no, no it's not it's true it's not true <laughs> doesn't matter how no we're not marrying off multiple 12 year olds here like uh, okay anyway
0: you shall not approach also a no <laughs> nineteen. Straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not approach a woman to uncover her nakedness while she is in her menstrual uncleanness. So no sex while girls on her period. Yeah. And your think- wife.
1: Your wife. Yes, your wife. I think it's important to note here too. I read a thing about talking about how all things in God were holy. Like yes, he required people to be holy and clean to worship him in the tabernacle, but you know sex was this you know it's supposed to be this very special thing and Mm -hmm. you know it's literally what you're designed to do exactly it's also to be kept holy and you know a woman can't approach god when she's menstruating yeah and so it will be the same thing is because this is a holy act. Yeah. You can't do that while she's not. Yeah. I guess for a lack of better term, we talked about before n- incomplete. Yeah.
0: So. Well, too, it's also a hygiene thing mm-hmm. like that. You yes. can get so a, many infections. Well, if you and a, do that. I
1: feel like a lot of God's laws are also very practical. Like they're practical in a physical fleshly sense, but also it's important spiritually also it's as a well. mess yeah
0: it's a mess they don't have feminine hygiene products yeah. so it's a mess in general but like that would be a mess
1: Chris. Easter the the diadem is that what it was keep coming back to jacob and his wise man <laughs> was that his though no. yeah when they were running oh, when away they were running from yeah mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. i'm in my i'm in my lady period yeah. yeah but i feel like i think i read somewhere that that whole thing was about how Basically, you don't want to catch her uncleanness. You don't want to be unclean through yeah, her. Yeah, because you would be made unclean, unclean then because you, then
1: you both would be unclean because. Mm-hmm.
0: But still, like if he was going to have sex anyway, the whole ejaculation thing, he'd be unclean anyway. So yeah, you don't just, do don't it. Do it.
1: just don't do There's it. There's many reasons. Just don't do it. It's
0: gross. <laughs> All right. And you shall not lie sexually with your neighbor's wife. And so make yourself unclean with her. So that is the adultery. Don't commit adultery don't do it so if you're married don't don't cheat Mm -hmm. it's plain and simple straightforward yep and i can't wait till we get to the punishment for that we're gonna get there (laughs) number four number four i have it listed as number four in my notes it's not number four yeah. <laughs> anywhere
1: else. i mean we can if you want to list them out instead of reading we can do that yeah
0: i'll read this one and then we can do the next one okay. so you shall not give any of your children to offer them to Moloch.
1: that's how i read it
0: and so profane the name of your god i am the lord so this is talking about child sacrifice yeah so obviously i got dug down in a rabbit hole about this molek guy Mm -hmm. right okay Mm -hmm. so i think it was got questions that specifically was talking about the molek guy okay um it says as with many details in ancient history the exact origin of molek worship is unclear the term molek is to believe to have originated within the phineas Whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which referred to a type of sacrifice made to confirm or quit a vow. Melik is the Hebrew word for king. It was common for the Israelites to combine the name of pagan gods with the vowels in Hebrew word for shame, Bolsalith. This is how the goddess of fertility and war, Astarte, became Astartorith. The combination of milk and bullshelet, whatever, results in mulloch which is just talking about the origins of the name so it basically means the personified ruler of shameful sacrifice <laughs> or um shame king basically okay it says Asorith was his consort and ritual prostitution was considered an important form of worship so these finicanus one whatever the people were a loosely gathered group between of people who inhabited canaan between 1550 bc and 300 bc in addition to sexual rituals moloch worship included child sacrifice Mm -hmm. or passing children through the fire Mm -hmm. it is believed that idols of moloch were giant metal statues of a man with a bull's head each image had a hole in the abdomen and possibly outstretched forearms Mm -hmm. that made a kind of ramp to the hole a fire was lit In or around the statue, babies were placed in the statue's arms or in the hole. When a couple sacrificed their firstborn, they believed that Moloch would ensure financial prosperity for the family and the future children.
1: And usually I read too that this was a lot of times if you had a child out of... Yeah, but like... mm -hmm. if it was an unlawful sexual relation which resulted in a child inside
0: to eliminate children born outside of marriage mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yep this that whole thing just makes me want to throw up
0: yeah so enduring word had a whole little graphic it says the horrific worship of the pagan idol moloch began by heating a metal statue representing the god until it was red hot then a living infant was placed in the outstretched hands of the statue while beating drums drowned out the screams of the
1: child until it burned to death i can't i having a child myself i can't even think about it i can't yeah i can't
0: So, like, the fact that it's sat here in unlawful sexual relations kind of thing doesn't really make sense. But Enduring Word said, the context deals with sexual activity. Many scholars have advocated a position reflected in Jewish tradition that is what involved here is Jewish parents offering their children to Moloch to grow up as temple prostitutes. This may be an exempt, however, to avoid the horror of what seems to be the face value reading of the text, since it's well known as a worship of Moloch
1: involved human sacrifice. Yeah. And I also, Bible TV had also an interesting take on that as well. They said, a man offering a child to a pagan god, uh, to the pagan god Moloch, this was idolatry and idolatry was considered spiritual adultery, hence the inclusion of this command in this specific list, because we're going to also retouch on it later. Later. Yeah. But I, the whole, I don't, mm mm-mm, ooh,
0: there's a special place in hell reserved was, for those who hurt
1: children. I've been waiting to say that this episode. Jesus literally says that there's a special place in hell for those who hurt children. Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all in trouble. Anyway, so that was what twenty one. Oh yes. <clears throat> yep. Yeah.
0: Don't offer them to Moloch, and he'll pop up again in this yeah. and later in this episode. In this episode, and I love those verses. It's so good. We'll get there. So. 1822, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination.
1: Here we are. We're just going to say it like it is. It's the elephant in the room. It is. Homosexuality is a sin. is a sin. It's an abomination. Mm-hmm. And we have talked about this in detail this entire week. Oh my gosh, yes. About how to, I don't want to say t- tiptoe around the subject because we have zero intentions of doing so. That's why, like, God says it's wrong. Yep. it's a sin and so people can say oh well it's in the old testament but it's reaffirmed in multiple places in the new testament as well
0: yeah it, so, is. it is and i mean like we're not going to tiptoe around it it is it is what it is like right. i said we have to cling to the word of god the truth that is written here whether or not we are in a culture that affirms it or that goes counter to it you know Yep, and this is a this is an act of morality. So, like a lot of things that I was reading, because I was, you know, me personally, I have no problem with a person, yes, who is homosexual. Correct, absolutely, C- absolutely no nothing. Correct, the 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 statement or the saying, "Love the sinner, not the sin." is wholeheartedly true and every person on the face of this planet is born a sinner some people sin manifests in homosexual tendencies and some people like to act out on those tendencies some people's manifest in i don't know murder or adultery yeah or gambling or or whatever sin is sin correct and it has nothing else to do with it doesn't really differentiate with any of the other ones that we've talked about previously other than the fact that it's very prevalent in our culture right now as it is being an identity that people like to assume yes
1: right yeah absolutely sorry i was just looking for something i have several screenshots You're fine. to decide what i wanted to read uh, yeah absolutely one thousand percent and i think too a lot of times like so many times i've heard the phrase like the problem is not outside of the church it's in the church i'm not talking about any church yeah specifically yeah. i'm talking about like people who are christians who hate, like genuinely truly hate people who practice homosexuality yeah um and i think it's important for us to love those people because they are clearly they're lacking with something else somewhere else in their life and this is what and they're struggling with their sin yeah and so it's kind of like i think i've talked about this in multiple previous episodes but it's kind of like when you have a child not that i'm saying that it, anybody as a child but like when you have a child you love them with your whole heart but when they do something that they can't do you they have to be corrected Mm -hmm. like you have to understand that i have absolutely nothing personal like against a person yeah but it's the sin that's that's the issue you know and we all have that in our lives it's just too that homosexuality also tends to be quite a visible sin yeah as well yeah so one book that i read Another recommendation from my brother. Are you gonna bring it up? I am because it was it's it was I really good, and it gave me a lot of perspective on the whole homosexuality and the homosexual community. It's called "The Secret Thoughts of an Unlikely Convert," and it's about this woman. I forget who it's by, um, but she. I can look it up. I have it on my Hoopla. Um, Rosaria Butterfield, I think that sounds right. Um, but she was a. Lesbian feminist and yes, came to faith through Christ, is now married to a man and has multiple children. And it's basically her story of how she came to Christ. It's a and lengthy it's, story, yeah, it and it's long overnight. and it can be hard, but it's it was yeah. really good. Rosaria Butterfield, Rosaria Butterfield. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, it was really good and gave me a really good perspective and I guess a better understanding of where. Someone those in that people community
0: are. Are, are, are coming from. And yeah, I think and what too, might be a yeah. part, I've only listened to a couple of chapters of it, but like something else that I i got from that book was how we as Christians are supposed to be kind of approaching and, and you know, carrying out our, you know, what am I trying to say? Our relationships with these people. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to
1: be, you know, porches and pitchforks. Exactly. Forts. Like, exactly but you also can't condone their lifestyle either yeah but you can't jump down their throat exactly it. exactly it's all about the approach and things i mean i i don't think that somebody is who is a homosexual should be preaching from a pulpit but they yeah. absolutely should be in church i think if, yeah. if somebody isn't gay is gay or is a homosexual and wants to come to church yeah please
0: come yeah yeah <laughs> Something oh. I read, it says, if the homosexual behavior is regarded as an abomination, as God clearly states it, then that behavior cannot be approved on the basis of love. The issue isn't love. The issue is of sexual conduct. Of course, the Bible in no way condemns love between people of the same sex, but it does say that sexual
1: conduct between those people is sin. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that there's anything to add or take away from no. that. You know, I thought
0: it was good. So yeah. I read it.
1: Okay. Do we have anything else? Um, I don't know. I'm reading this over again to see if I want to read it. I'm going to read it. And then if we want to take it out, we pick okay. it up. Okay. So this is from, I believe it's enduring word. It says in many ways, the modern Western world is moving further and further. This goes back to the whole, um, what we were just talking about Christians and loving the person and not the sit and hating the sin, mm-hmm. you know, um, the sin. I just want to make that clear. Yes. Not love, hating, the, not love the sinner, the not yes. the sin. Correct. Um, hate the sun. Love the sun or hate the sun. Yes. In many ways, the modern Western world is moving further and further from a biblically guided sexual morality. Yet every person has some sense of right and wrong when it comes to sexual matters. In our modern culture, it often appears that the strongest idea shaping the sense of right and wrong is, if it feels good, then it is right for me. This twisted sense of sexual right and sexual wrong has done tremendous damage in our culture as it has throughout all history. It is important that Christians live according to God's sense of right and wrong when it comes to sexual matters not due according to the doings of the surrounding culture. I just thought that was really interesting and quite um, relevant because Mm -hmm. the very reason God's telling them not to do this is because the culture that they are in is practicing it. It is. Do you know what I mean? It's very prevalent. Yeah. Very prevalent. Um, let me see if i have any other personal notes about that i just have a note too to note that our opinions are not what is important it's god's word yeah is that what is important yep um
0: because who are we i'm a sinner just just the same as anybody else absolutely. like who are mm-hmm. we to say
1: that yep
0: i'm just reading verse 22 of chapter 18 in leviticus correct. of the old testament of correct. what god says
1: correct i believe is in corinthians in the new testament it's in it romans it, too I, I, think. I think so if you want to look that up it is, in corinthians, it is reaffirmed because it was
0: happening in corinth when mm-hmm, paul was there writing his mm-hmm. letters
1: yeah yeah i think that's it okay
0: sweet moving on the next Oops. one's actually kind of fun <laughs> just kidding
1: um, <laughs> like, oh wait is it
0: <laughs> and you shall not lie with any animal mm. and so make yourself unclean with it either Neither shall any woman give herself to an animal to lie with it. It is a perversion. Bestiality. Yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory. Don't do Don't it. do it. It's gross. It's disgusting. Why? It's
1: an abomination. Why would you want
0: to do that? Like, right? You're, you're defiling yourself. Right? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think the reason he had to specifically say this, again, is because there were surrounding cultures that practiced this, and a lot of the pagan gods were depicted yeah. as, yeah, pra- like, in the midst of these acts. Yep. Ugh it's disgusting Ew. disgusting
0: um, i also want to point out that the like the accumulation of all of these things that we just talked about you know the the incest the poly- polygamy and the no sex while she's on her period the adultery the child sacrifice homosexuality bestiality they're all family killing sins mm-hmm. and what does god hold most dear to him the natural order exactly exactly what he had in the garden he wants one man one woman a family unit and these things adultery homosexuality bestiality will extinguish the family breaks it apart exactly. which is going against his natural way of things how he wants his people to live yep. so like it makes perfect sense that these things would not mm-hmm. be allowed yeah in my brain anyway. absolutely
1: absolutely
0: <sighs> 24 through the end of 18, which is 30, right, Mm -hmm. Um, is talking about the land of Canaan, really. I feel let's read it It so do not make yourselves unclean by any of these things for all of these nations I am driving out before you have become unclean and the land became unclean so that I punished its iniquity and the land vomited out its inhabitants but you shall keep my statutes and my rules and do none of these abominations either the native or the stranger who sojourns among you for the people of the land who were before you did all these abominations so that the land became unclean lest the land vomit you out when you make it unclean as it vomited out the nation that it was before you before everyone who does any of these abominations the persons who who do them shall be cut off from among their people so keep my charge never to practice any of these abominable customs that were practiced before you and never to make yourselves unclean by them i am the lord your god it's just kind of like a reaffirming thing yeah um but also saying that the people who currently occupy the land he's bringing them to canaan the promised land Mm mm-hmm are currently practicing these things they're defiling themselves with these acts and they're also defiling the land in which they live on so this is actually the really scary part about all of it is that the land god is vomiting them out Mm -hmm. literally taking them up and picking them out and going away
1: yeah god's going to bring his judgment on these people through the israelites
0: Yeah. And in history, we can go back and look and see when all of these things were being practiced as customs, when all of these things were just starting to become the normal, what happened? Exactly. We had the flood.
1: Mind you, keep in mind, we're only in the third book. Exactly. Like, this has happened every time, and we are only in the third book. We had the flood.
0: We had Sodom and Gomorrah, right? We had something else.
1: There was something else. There was the city by Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. That was near them. And now it's going to be all of Canaan pretty much, which is massive. Yeah. The Romans.
0: The Romans. Yes. Thank you. The Romans in the future.
1: Yeah. Well, the future at this point in time. But yeah, I can say I am genuinely afraid for those who are stuck. Yeah. Yeah in this mindset like i'm not saying that to be a jerk i'm not saying that to judge you because that's absolutely i say you like not (laughs) saying that to judge them i'm saying that because we see yeah we know what god said history repeats itself yeah and
0: the state of our culture now um, yeah okay (laughs) let's see that's all i have to say about that something from an rts lecture it says, how can God do that? How is that right? As in bringing his judgment on the people of Canaan. Yes. It says, well, Moses is actually explaining to you their sin had become some, so odious in God's sight that he, as it were, had appointed another purge like he did in the days of Noah. It is a horrific thought, isn't it? But... That's what Moses is saying, that God's judgment will justly fall on those who practice those abominations. It's not surprising, is it? If you chart the history of civilizations, when civilizations degenerate into these kinds of abominations, it is not long before they disappear. We're seeing it in our own culture today, as we've seen it in Western Europe, and as we've seen in other parts of the world. God will bring judgment. Paul confirms that in Romans chapter Mm 1. The Lord will not suffer to be mocked in his universal standards of right and wrong. Yeah, that's what i mean i'm
1: afraid for them
0: <clears throat> heavy stuff but 19 it just gets better it does it gets so much better but wait there's more <laughs> 19 is basically social continuation yes. it's continuation yeah, it's social of, regulations of of the moral standards that we should live by right mm-hmm. um it starts off by talking about All of these chapters, by the way, starts off by saying you shall be holy for I am God. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm holy. Yeah.
1: He says where they're coming from and why you're getting them and then what they are. Yep. They're coming from me, the Lord, your God. You're getting them because you will be set apart and you will be holy because I am holy. Yep. And here they are. And
0: I am saying them. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make yourselves any gods of cast metal. I am the Lord your God. When you offer a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord, you shall offer it so that you may be accepted. It shall be eaten the same day you offer it on or on the day after and anything left over until the third day shall be burned up with fire. We learned about that way back. Mm -hmm. Um, If it is eaten all on the third day, it is tainted and will not be accepted. And everyone who eats it shall bear its iniquity because he has performed profaned what is holy to the Lord. And that person shall be cut off from his people. So the first half of this talking about, you shall revere your mother and your father and
1: shall keep my Sabbaths.
0: Um, That's basically like the fourth, fifth, first and second commandments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Off the bat. Yeah. Honor your parents, keep the Sabbath day, don't worship idols, yeah. don't make idols.
0: And then we have like the reminder of what not to do, what to do with sacrifices yeah. and what happens if you do what you're yeah. supposed to I do. I
1: thought this was really interesting. I forget where I heard it from. I think it was on that lecture series from the... That- church in ontario oregon the guy said that basically a large part of the reason why he was reaffirming this was because let's think about we've talked about this i think in the last episode like how precious meat was yes. to them right because it wasn't a common thing they're still mainly eating manna any type of i think we talked about this any type of meat that was going to be eaten was sacrifice was a sacrifice yeah they had to bring way. it to
0: the tent of meeting to be sacrificed <clears throat> yeah so
1: it was not like and if in-
0: they didn't they would die
1: yeah or be cut off immediately death immediate death. jail <laughs> <laughs> um and people were this term meat hoarding like beyond those two days and what the biggest issue with that was, and I was like, this makes so much sense, Gross. is that it will, yes, again, we go to the whole practical flesh, physical thing, but also not trusting the fact that God's going to provide more meat for you again when oh, you yeah. need it. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's a great point. The whole manna situation, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I was like, oh my goodness, okay. So it's, we can see how very easily. They're still falling into these yeah. previous tendencies that this is not, you know. Yeah, so makes a lot of sense anyway. So nine through, 18? yeah, is really
0: talking about loving your neighbor as yourself. Which, mm. if you don't know, this is the like the original scripture, Lord, the original scripture that was referenced by Jesus mm-hmm. when he says. You know, first love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, whatever, mm-hmm. and then love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah.
1: Guilty. So, I'd right. be going straight to jail.
0: I mean, like all, chapter 19 for me
1: was very convicting. It was. Yes, it, was.
0: it was very hard. Ho- yeah. So if you want to be convicted, just go back and read chapter 19.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to know everything you're doing wrong. Right.
0: Okay. So it says when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge neither shall you gather gleanings after your harvest and you shall not strip your vineyard bare neither shall you gather the fallen grapes f- of your vineyard you shall leave them for the poor and for the f- sojourner <laughs> and for the sojourner i am the lord your god i love this verse it's so good <laughs> it was so good because it's it's god looking out for the poor people yeah like it's it's, the welfare
1: system it's, it's exactly, exactly what it is it's public assistance and sorry we talked about this earlier is <laughs> i just think it's so incredible keep moving your mind to read this yeah i know <laughs> i it's so incredible to read this because we know in the future this is how ruth meets her husband boaz boaz i knew and then they have obed uh-huh. and obed has jesse and jesse has king david and then eventually king david leads to jesus okay so if it weren't for this system put into place mm-hmm. the limit would not exist <laughs> jesus would not exist
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so basically the farmers
0: had to have a generous heart and not be so hateful and greedy Greedy. with their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it made the, it made a way to provide for the poor. Um, and they were able to get it both through work because it's not being handed to them. And they also have their dignity intact and that they don't have to beg for it and ask for it and ask for charity and be embarrassed by that. Um, so it was just, I don't know. I feel like we should have some of this today and we just don't yeah and it's so yeah. sad yeah absolutely. i mean we all obviously we have a welfare system and people take advantage but like
1: and i think it's because it is taken advantage of for anybody who needs to use that system may not use it because they don't want to be yeah judged basically yeah. because yeah. of negative connotations because of to it. because of it being so taken advantage of but there are, are people who need help you know see if people just grow their own food nowadays right we wouldn't have a problem yeah <laughs> if only they had the land to do that right
0: um so the next couple of verses it's a lot i i kind of wrote out
1: um yeah this do you want me to i have a list too from I Bible TV. i don't
0: have a i don't have one from bible tv i just
1: yeah okay. do, let's do the list all right because we kind of already have been all through this in exodus yeah so, so.
0: stealing you're not supposed to steal mm-hmm. no stealing
1: straight to Joe. do not steal straight to jail.
0: <laughs> false dealings as in saying you know yeah false dealings as in you shouldn't lie to one another like don't lie number one that's mm-hmm. one thing but false dealings and saying you know hey i have this piece of bread i'm gonna give you two pennies for it but then coming back and be like actually it's five pennies yeah false dealings or saying hey you know this Car goat runs great this right this goat is a good breeder and then she's barren mm-hmm. like false dealings yeah. um swear by god's name falsely as in saying you enact an oath and saying you know I'm telling you that I'm going to keep my word on God's word and then going back on your promise, basically. That should be punishable by death. <laughs> <laughs> As say, Immediate death. Immediate death. <laughs> um, oppressing or robbing your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have pay your hired help. Like apparently people just wouldn't pay their hired help. They'll come in, do the job and not pay them. But um, something I read it was just like, that's their livelihood. Like they, you need to pay the people that yeah. did the work. Um, so that's the whole... You shall not, wages of a wh- hired worker shall not remain with you all night until
1: morning. Yeah. Like, you have to pay them. And when they do the work, don't take advantage of the handicapped.
0: Yeah, I have some stuff about cursing the deaf and the stumbling block in front of the blind. Um, So cursing the deaf, let me read the actual verse, hold on. It says, you shall not curse the deaf, deaf, you shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind. Or but a you caution shall
1: f- wet floor sign. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh but you shall
1: f- oh my gosh that's so i that's immediately what i thought <laughs> never reread that i'm sorry
0: <sighs> but you shall fear your- we did not put that there i know we didn't we did laugh, i know we and didn't I terrible
1: i know we didn't we weren't laughing at the fact that they tripped. we were laughing at the fact that the lady did it
0: she ran them into anyway <laughs> you shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind you shall fear your god i am the lord so cursing the deaf um basically don't mistreat people with disabilities, physical disabilities. It says cursing the deaf is cruel because they can't hear your curse though. Others can, um, and putting a stumbling block before the blind is just mean, like that's, that's mean. Mm -hmm. It says, I think this is from enduring word. It says the law sought to command and build basic kindness among the people of Israel An accurate and revealing measure of our humanity is how we treat the weak and unfortunate. Um, this also sought to correct bad theology. It was common then and still exists today for people to think that if someone had a physical disability, such as being deaf or blind, mm-hmm. then that person was specifically cursed by God. They thought it had to do with some special or specific sin that the person of their ancestors, um, they thought if God had no, had so cursed them, then they could also curse them. With this command, God created that bad thinking. Mm-hmm.
1: People yeah, this, with physical disabilities are not cursed by God. Correct. This is number one. There was a... Hold on, I have a statistic for you. Um, why do you find that? Ten times the risk of suffering mental retardation or physical deformities because of incest. So
0: I mean that makes sense.
1: You know? Yeah. But um I don't remember what I was gonna say after that. Go
0: ahead. The Israelite people were rough. They were mean, they were cruel Mm -hmm. because of their environment in Egypt for the the time that they were enslaved. So their cruel environments made them made cruelty to them seem normal yeah um which is also hard to change it's like the the whole going back to the coffee a day thing you yeah. know it's yeah. like something that they're currently practicing they're currently mean people who abuse the disabled yeah that's not funny it's not but like okay. for that to be
1: a normal thing like that's- and it,
0: they kind of degenerated and went backwards down the hill a little bit up until jesus's time yeah are you kidding me mm-hmm. the whole leper situation not banging an egg on a street of lepers on like right <laughs> yep anyway next one we have the injustice in court mm-hmm. basically don't pardon the poor because they're poor and don't favor, favor the, the rich the because, rich because the rich. they're rich yeah um, judge based on facts yeah and that's talking specifically to like the judges and the magistrates yeah. who are doing the judgment and all of that stuff yes judge on truth this one is the one that got me
1: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah
0: what is it what verse is it let me read it 16 you shall not go around as a slanderer among your people and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor i am the lord not
1: the second half the first half of that
0: um don't be a gossip
1: yeah don't i don't feel like i no shut up victoria don't bring judgment upon yourself I do. A guilty. I guess. As charged. I'm not going to lie. And I really feel like everybody is to some extent. Yes. And I think it's... I don't spread lies. To... Correct. I think... I said I think we all are to a certain extent. And I think it has become so commonplace that it has it become has. an unconscious sin. Of, oh my goodness. What was it? A... What's the term? We learned it uh, several episodes ago in the beginning of Leviticus. The word for... For a a purposeful sin i don't think it, that it's a purposeful sin i think it's kind of like some of these things were so ingrained with, yes i think because some of these things were so ingrained in just the way we've been living Israelites in pagan society just I mean, like they were yeah uh, seriously though uh-huh. like truthfully um that i think that it's just became part like you said they were just a mean people i think it just became part of who they were and it was just common practice yeah You know, I mean, you think about the joke, you know, the cliche or stereotypical whatever on the TV show, you know, the ritzy titsies at the country club gossiping. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just become, I think, unfortunately, and I'll even say guilty as charged, commonplace. Yeah. Yeah. In our lives. And, you
0: know, like, I feel like what does this encompass? Like, a slanderer is talking bad about somebody or spreading lies about somebody or gossiping about somebody else. But, like, at the same time, where do you draw the line? Because, you know, Sometimes when I'm frustrated, I vent to you about certain situations in my life. Is that slandering? Is that gossiping? I'm not talking
1: bad about I feel that like, person. I feel like slandering is when you set out or you say something for the purpose of damaging somebody's reputation or damaging who they are or what somebody else might think. Like if you i don't know i'm not even gonna use people as an example like if you i don't like pizza you're you have kind of an opinion i've never had pizza what are you you, gonna tell me about i think pizza is gross it's not good the tomato sauces don't even get me started sometimes chunky you like chunky sauce no ew so you see what i mean like i feel like that is what Mm -hmm. slandering is versus like
0: And then too, I feel like gossiping and like doing all that stuff, not necessarily telling tales, but like you're not making stuff up, but also saying things to other people that was told to you in
1: confidence Right, Right.
0: that you said that you're not going to tell anybody, but you go and gossip about it.
1: Exactly. Or like something about yourself that you might not want spread around to a bunch of people, Yeah. but like somebody else tells you something about themselves. And then you don't keep it to yourself. Exactly. No. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, can you believe she blah, 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 blah. And guess what?
0: That happened.
1: Yeah. That type of thing. I feel like is it. <sighs> it got me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This whole loving your neighbor thing.
0: It's so hard. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Jesus made it look so easy. Right? Other than the fact that he was brutally murdered and crucified.
1: But for truthfully, no reason at all. Okay. Thank you Lord Jesus for doing that for me. <laughs> you so shall that I can not sit here and be pathetic.
0: Right. You shall not hate you're not pathetic. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor lest you incur sin because of him. So, hate your brother in your heart. Like
1: what do you what do you think that means? To me, I feel like it's like I don't want to say it because like <laughs> so convicting yeah I you know. know it's hard. Like, yeah i don't i feel it's like you can when you truly hate someone like you don't like i don't know any other way to say it other than that like yeah. you can be nice to someone to their face but really inside you're like oh yeah and dirty word says we should not stop at treating others well and having a heart of hatred towards them yeah that's what i, I that's exactly what i feel like it is mm-hmm oh i'm going to straight to jail
0: so you know frankly reason with them is talking about rebuking them like you know saying calling them out on their sin and saying something because you don't want to incur sin because of them yeah and it's in your rightly place to say hey don't do that it's wrong yeah
1: i mean and they even talk about the new testament too like if your brother does something against you yeah go directly to them and say hey this yeah. is a problem for yeah
0: me. and during where it says love will rebuke another when it's necessary we all have blind spots where we think everything is fine but it's evident to others that we need to be corrected
1: i think it's so hard to build that type of a relationship with somebody it is it is so hard to build that type of re- like i and i feel like you feel the same like i feel like we call each other out on our stuff all the time like now mm-hmm. come on you yeah. know what i mean yeah but for me to do like that to whitney s- yeah that was bad right or like that's this is the right thing to do or like this is the you know we used to just fuel each other's fire we did we still do sometimes 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 we're both heated on the same topic mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that word <laughs> Sess yes yes but it Um, is hard because you don't
0: want to lose the relationship you don't want to lose i hate to say but like burning a bridge and maybe
1: that goes to the whole like pruning removing people from your live thing but my thing is is like i feel like i guess the people that i would be afraid to say those things to i have to spend a lot of time with yeah, And I guess it goes to my lack of faith and not trusting that God's going to take care of the entire situation. But at the same time, yeah. I think you really have to pray and prepare yourself to find the right words, the right way and the right approach to talk to somebody about whatever yeah. the issue
0: is. And I feel like there's a time and there's a place, yeah. especially... Now, Mm -hmm. like nowadays, Um, you know, you can be put in a situation where you feel convicted, you feel that you need to say something that you're not, you're doing an injustice by not saying something. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like you can have discernment, and you can rest in the Holy Spirit telling you, hey, This is not the time. This is not the place to say these things. Right. And I
1: don't think too, this is saying like, if you have a problem with them, go immediately and tell them. Like, I still think again, like you said. It's talking about
0: coming from love. Like you're saying this because I love you. I am telling you these things. Yeah. What you are doing is wrong. Yeah. And I'm telling you it as a friend, as a whatever, out of love. I'm not judging you. I'm not hating you. I still want the best for you. But this is not right. Yeah.
1: And I think, unfortunately, in today's society, in anything that it's anybody. It's so easy to turn
0: your back on people. Now. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think in anything that anyone puts forward that would, what's the word, that would add to or that would affect another person's happiness, like mm-hmm. you're immediately considered, like. Meh yep you know like canceled yeah canceled that's funny that yeah i just think yeah that that's how and that's why i think too like again you can it's just a matter of like praying talking Mm -hmm. to whoever you need well not by talking to someone i'm just thinking like if you needed to talk to someone like your pastor your elder or whatever yeah to talk about how you might approach someone with an issue that you might have yeah yep the next one is talking about
0: vengeance. You mm. shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So vengeance belongs to God, according to Romans 12, 19.
1: It does. Um, <laughs> Would I like to take it into my own hands sometimes? No, I mm-hmm. would, but...
0: Yeah. So this principle obviously is applied to interpersonal relationships. It's not talking about government or judgment in terms of like a criminal is guilty. Yeah. And we cannot take out vengeance on that person. Correct. Vengeance in a personal vendetta. No, that's not right. But vengeance as in justice is right it's not vengeance it's justice does that make sense it's different it's different. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i feel like vengeance they, is like they're
0: keeping the law
1: yeah i feel like vengeance vengeance is like the stuff you see in kids movies all the time you slap me it's so like, i'm gonna
0: slap you yeah vengeance. or
1: oh they got me in trouble and so now i'm gonna set them up and i'm gonna get them in trouble type of thing is what i think of yeah or like they hurt me they infringed on my happiness and so now i'm gonna infringe on their happiness
0: This is about criminals. It says criminals cannot be set free because vengeance belongs to God. God exercises his vengeance through the rightful use of the government authority. It is appropriate to both personally forgive the criminal and testify against them in court. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, when you... That's not not an act of vengeance. It's not... It sounds like that just makes it that's hard i was gonna say like that makes it sound so simple but that's hard
0: forgiving a criminal when you have to personally testify against them yes that's especially
1: if you were personally affected by that by their crime yep that would be so hard and it goes
0: hand in hand with the grudge
1: that's true
0: it goes very hand in hand that's with the grudge so true. and the hate kind in your of heart. Like, ooh, mm-hmm.
1: like even if it's not necessarily a crime, but a wrong that you feel was done doing. to you. Yeah, like being hurt by somebody, whether it be emotionally, mentally, like yeah, you have. That's so hard to like be able to forgive your abuser. I like
0: actually mean it.
1: Ugh, it's so hard it's yep. so hard
0: so the grudge the grudge one is really i hold grudges i feel
1: i'm so bad i remember people that were mean to me when i worked at mcdonald's when i was 16 years old that if i would see them today i would it would make me angry <laughs> you would take like, vengeance out of them <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously it's just so hard i'm just the type of person it's very hard for me to let things go yeah yeah nevin um nevin miller
0: oh my gosh i remember Enduring Word says this is very difficult for many people. It is easy to cherish a grudge against another, especially when it's deserved. But too much damage is done to the one holding the grudge.
1: It's so true. Like, it's so true. I feel like I almost want to cry because it's like...
0: Think about how much time and energy and just, you know, like emotional angst that you put
1: yourself through
0: when you have hate in your heart for somebody, when you want to take out vengeance on somebody, when you hold a grudge against someone, Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to have faith in knowing that God is just and he will have vengeance. Well, and I feel like... And it's so much easier to just forgive than it is to do all of these things. Is
1: it easier Is it easy to Because you can say, Oh, I forgive you. You can say that. But you're still still have to mean it. Yeah. Like you can say, again, this whole outward, inward Mm -hmm. like talking about how the laws, like you can do them, but you'll But like think about it in
0: terms of giving it to God, you know? Like you have a grudge and you want to let go of that grudge, but you don't want injustice to be done. Because injustice has been done to you. That's why Mm -hmm. you have a grudge.
1: Well, I would like to say, too, (laughs) the whole thing stems from this P word that we all love and know so much, pride. I'm holding this grudge because I feel entitled to feel this way because because I feel that you did something wrong to me or you offended me. And so I have the right to be angry with you for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like, you know, for years and years and years. It's all in, so I think you have to, it's one of these those things where it's like you just have to pray to God to okay. help you let it go, yeah, to help said, you forgive them.
0: When I said it's easier to give it to God and it's easier not to hold a grudge, it's easier to forgive. What I meant was in terms of like the emotional turmoil, the yes, physical, like yes. the yes. energy it mm-hmm. takes to yeah. be about somebody, yeah. you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so much easier just to not have that and that yeah. weight be
1: lifted. Yeah it feels but better
0: actually forgiving them actually giving it's, it all to god and knowing that he's gonna make it right in the end is hard it's very
1: hard especially if that's where your
0: faith yeah comes in
1: yeah exactly and it comes down to two, like we, i said like the whole pride thing and control pride. yes and control yes. like we are in you're not in control of the situation like you're, <laughs> you're not, not in control of your emotions in fact sometimes holding on to what you think is control can hinder god's well, I shouldn't say can hinder because his timing is everything. But like sometimes he can't do his part until you're done. You're delaying it. Like
0: You're in a state of whatever it state go. you're in.
1: Because mm-hmm. you're delaying
0: it. He's waiting on you to let it go. Mm-hmm. And he knows when you're going to let it go. Yep. And that's why his timing is everything. Yeah. But still.
1: Yeah. Yep. And again... Like, might as well just bring up the whole free will thing too like yes we can choose he knows when we're gonna let it go but he's not the one who like makes us us let it go we can draw on him and his strength to let it for ourselves to actually let it go but you know what i mean it's so hard i'm gonna need a piece of what
0: what moses got i'm gonna need the veil and i'm gonna need the rock that's how much energy i need to let it go some
1: because sometimes too it's just like oh i know i need to let it go and i need to move on but i just i can't Mm -hmm. i physically and mentally and emotionally can not yeah we should and it's that whole immediate gratification thing because if you don't see what you consider to be a just judgment or vengeance immediately Mm -hmm. then boom you're right back to where you were five seconds ago because yep you wanted god to take care of it when you wanted him to take care of it Yep, you know but also think
0: about (laughs) It does a lot of damage to us, but I know personally that I, I probably have people out there that have grudges against me. Oh, I'm sure I do. So I'm like terrified of the judgment that's going to be coming to me for the just judgment of yes, what I did but, to that okay. person. But here's my question, you know? though. Yeah,
1: but here's my question, though, because he forgives, right? He does. So if you if someone were to bring to your attention if I were to say you know you really made me angry the other day when I told you this and then you did this yeah. and that really made me mad and blah 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 would you then knowing that it affected me and hurt me and made me mad would you h- regret doing whatever that action was probably
0: okay and so I probably there, would have apologized to your face yes and been like I, that was not my intention I feel like exactly like. but then we go back to the whole rebuking out of love thing
1: exactly again
0: yeah because exactly. it's really hard to have that conversation with somebody you yes. don't know
1: yeah exactly it's where a were we going with that? i don't know <laughs> like, the, the whole don't hold grudges don't hold grudges basically. it does a
0: lot more to you than you think yeah and i, I preach into the freaking i have like, to say
1: I, this is guilty not party. where i thought a a big bulk of our conversation was going to be like i didn't but like it's just like you said when i was reading it initially super convicted and then when you read it again and you discuss with somebody yeah you know
0: yeah i didn't have a lot of notes on that because it was very convicting i didn't want to write out notes for it because it was so convicting i was like okay yes i do this right move on Mm
1: -hmm. sweep it out of the rug (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) but it's like oh well, I could do better. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross oh, for my Seriously, sins. seriously. So does that mean holding your grudge is a sin? Like yeah. true, like genuine question. Because like you can be shall- angry, but ne- being mad is not necessarily a sin, but... Yep. Okay. It is- so it
0: says, speak to the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, you shall be holy for I am the Lord, your God am holy. Every one of you shall revere his mother, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it says, you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against
1: the sons of your own people. But you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I didn't even know that was a sin, to be honest with you. So holding a grudge? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, oh, that's might as well right add that to list. It's
0: right here. <laughs> I let well, go of the things yeah. that I'm holding on to that do me no service.
1: Right? Like, but that's hard. It's so harbored anger. hard. It is. It's just so... That's so... The list of things to pray about, I guess.
0: <laughs> so loving your neighbor as yourself is something that is mentioned so many times because jesus himself said mm-hmm. it. it's one of the most you know commands that we were supposed to follow yeah what was the greatest commandment yeah love the lord your god with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself mm-hmm. so this does not mean that we must love ourselves first before we can love others it is um we should take interest and take care in other people as we would ourselves yeah because you obviously take care of yourself like you would take care of your child yeah you you know wouldn't that much about Joe Schmo out there but we should yeah
1: this also means we should love our enemies yeah it does Unfortunately, which goes back to the whole literal 20-minute discussion we just had it's just not easy to do yeah it's um, just i feel like it's so much easier for i mean maybe i can't speak for everyone but for myself it's just so much easier for me to be angry than it is for me to put forth a conscious effort to not be yeah Ugh.
0: yeah So apparently and Ward says, unfortunately, many ancient Jews had the narrow definition of who their neighbor was and only considered their friends and countrymen, their neighbors. Mm,
1: False. (laughs) Yep. It's everyone. Mm -hmm. It's every person.
0: It says we already love ourselves. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. Paul warned that in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves and not in a positive sense. In fact, our misery when things are going badly shows we love ourselves. We rejoice in the misery of those who we hate. Mm. And our challenge is to show others the same love we show ourselves. Yeah. Jesus truly loved his neighbor as
1: he himself. He Absolutely. He, he gave did. his life for us. Literally. For me, who sits here holding grudges and being angry. Oh, I got some work to do.
0: Like, can you picture Jesus carrying the cross up to Galilee? And not being angry at the people that sent him there? That just whipped the crap out of him and stuck a crown on his head? like The people who gave him sour wine? The people who throw things at him? Who convicted him? him? The guys hanging next to him saying, do something stupid? Like,
1: Like, I... How can you... How can how do you genuinely love every single person, especially somebody that you feel has done you wrong or has done something to someone close to you that you feel is wrong? How do you genuinely love that person? And I'm not asking to be a jerk. I I mean, I because I'm not good at like I'm not. Yeah, no, me either. That is, it's definitely something that I need to work on. But I just, how do you get to that? How do you do that? like, how do you just do that? Because love is a choice. Like you, like, are we consciously choosing not to love the people we hate? You know, I think it's, it goes back
0: to the whole ingrained culture.
1: That's very true. That's so true. Which all, yeah, which boils down to loving ourselves. Mm
0: -hmm. And what was, what was, (laughs) what was the whole purpose of Satan in the garden? to pull the people away from god yeah so if they don't love each other they're not going to get together and rejoice and exactly. be happy and, exactly. and focus on him do you remember how, rather than focusing on do themselves. you remember how
1: mighty the people were when they were united about building this giant tower back no. in genesis no. like can you imagine the spiritual power we would all have I mean, you know what it's like to have a a small group of people pray for something. Yeah. How powerful that is. Yeah. Can you imagine if every single person on this entire earth followed every single one of these commandments or just even just loved each other? Yeah. The way that Jesus said we are supposed to love each other or that God is saying that we are supposed to love each other, what it would be like. And it's like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't want to be mad at these people. I don't want to hold grudges against these people. But I'm just so angry about the things that were done
0: yeah it's a it's it's like I would
1: rather you take it away and make me not remember anything at all about it mm-hmm. whatsoever because every single time I think about it it enrages me all over again it's
0: culturally ingrained self-righteousness is what it is it's, it's exactly pride it has to be
1: it's exactly what it is like we just, just like how I we were brought just up talked about however long ago it's mm-hmm. it's exactly selfishness it's (laughs) selfishness 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 pride this wasn't the lord working like what is conversation this conviction we have going on (laughs) praise be to him yes ma'am amen (laughs) i truthfully did not know that holding your grudge was a sin not me either we got some work to do miss silence Uh, yeah
0: okay man don't tell me that the old testament is something not to be followed seriously <laughs> i mean we're not we're
1: not jewish no in a sense of following the old testament no but i mean the, the moral it is not still stands it is not obsolete like if it's this not. didn't
0: still stand today we wouldn't have just had a 30-minute conversation about it right <laughs> i don't want to be mad
1: stop being mad i don't <laughs> Oh my gosh, you you, you perfected it. I'm done. done. <laughs> Victoria did it for me. No, only God can do that for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this episode
0: has turned into quite a long one.
1: Talk um, about a rabbit
0: hole. I know. Uh, this was so good, though. I think it was, think very it was good. good. It was very good. So I think what we're going to do here is probably stop um, and release another episode next Monday. So instead of doing the next episode that we had planned... We're just going to do the second half of 19 through 20 next Monday, if that's okay with you. Well, it is. Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that. So Um, we're doing the rest of 19, which is kind of like the rest of the laws, the rest of the things that God's telling the people that they should live morally by. And then 20 kind of goes into those punishments for if you commit any of these sins or any of these actions that have, have been deemed morally wrong correct
1: um do we have a favorite verse i was just gonna say my favorite verse when i was studying and i planned this out was in is now going to be in the second episode oh okay <laughs> it's in 20 so okay. if you have one let's go with i have it.
0: nineteen nine, 9
1: through 10 okay Go ahead. Let me make sure I'm reading it. 9 through... 19, nine through 10? Yeah. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest, and you shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. Yes. That's good. I
0: just like it. Like, it's just God looking out for his people. He's making provisions for the poor. Like
1: god will provide he
0: provides for everybody and like i don't know i grew up relatively poor um i mean people obviously had it worse off than i did but like i grew up in a farm town like my, me and my brothers would go into like farm fields and still crop sometimes so if you're missing some things i'm sorry but like you know like it's it, it was <laughs> yeah. necessary for Absolutely. us to make it by it's, sometimes it's, it's
1: god like you said it's, it's god providing for those in need yeah
0: so i mean like the fact that you know we literally have Jesus based on this provision, like literally just makes it all the better. Yes.
1: If he takes care of, of the sparrow and yeah. makes the flowers in the field as beautiful as they are, why would he not take care of his most precious creation? Exactly,
0: It just makes me happy to read that i did not know
1: that that happened like i i didn't know that was something he put in place no this
0: is the first time i'm reading through these verses and these chapters and it's very like i didn't know
1: this was something he put in place and then i read that and the only reason i remembered the whole like that's how ruth met her Uh husband and everything was because we watched these two minute videos my son and i do every night before bed look them up guys saddleback kids they're two to three minute cartoons (laughs) it's the episode about ruth and naomi (laughs) yeah that already well, I guess. Thank you so much for tuning in today's
0: episode. Um, the next episode will be chap- the rest of chapter 19 through the end of 20. And that will be up next Monday at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. So we hope you've enjoyed the time we spent in God's Word today. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.